This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mm-hmm. 105.3. 105.3 HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about food, about restaurants, and cooking, wine, Cocktails, the entire range of it. I had a cocktail yesterday. Do you drink cocktails? 30 years, Tom. 30 years of drinking cocktails. Is that true? No, 30 years. You have to ask that question. Oh, well. Uh, No, I I don't drink cocktails. You don't? Do you drink uh, wine? I'm not trying to get snoopy Occasionally. Anyway, uh, uh, we uh, were there having some... uh, some New Orleans hamburger? No, wait, no. Let's, I'll, I'll, I'll tell about it later. It's because it's not that big a deal. Two six zero six three six eight is the number if you would like to talk to us about whatever it is that you would like to talk about, having to do with food. And if we don't do that, we can look, go back to what we were talking about before the. If we don't do that, I'm gonna start playing jacks here it on, is. The, on the radio. Best American side dishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was saying though. I I was looking at that book. Uh-huh. And I was I was really wanting to use that book for this show. Yeah. But I can't. I, it's like it's not even interesting enough to read it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that was the one we were picking on. You know one of the, the side last... dishes that we used to have at my house back in the day when my dad was making that really bad chicken. <laughs> um, or the bad hot dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was really kind of all we could afford to eat. So um, that was it. Hmm. I mean, there was, is that there was a, never is like that a, a commonality for dads that they eat. No, but I remember, I remember there was this um, before spinach and artichoke dip mm-hmm. became ubiquitous. By the way, have you heard the new method of getting it distributed to the rest of the country? I think I think they have, Tom. You've been on the air for 30 years. Oh. Go ahead. You can say it. You've heard it. You can say everything it. Everything I've got. <laughs> and then some. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh-huh. Um, so so we had this, I mean, I'm crazy about artichokes. <clears throat> and I think apparently a lot of people are because the artichoke dishes are all over town. And I mean, all over everywhere. That's true. But And grilled artichokes are a big thing, too. But um, we had this recipe, which was if I remember correctly, because we made it a lot, but I haven't, I haven't had it since, I don't know, 35 years, but it was um, canned artichokes. Here we go with the canned stuff again. Mm-hmm. Well, for certain Most things, things yeah, it's I the mean, perfect. Yeah, artichokes, you know, yeah. they're, they're probably best canned. I mean, except for the ones that you get like at the olive bar that have been marinated and are, you know, have the, have the, 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 um, the, the stock on it. Those are really good. The artichoke. Mm-hmm. Stock? You know, the stock. Half oh, okay. the stock is on it. Anyway, um, it was artichoke hearts quartered and kind of mashed. Not not really mashed, but, you know, mm-hmm. there they were. Yeah. And then um, <clears throat> it was Parmesan cheese. Yeah. And then breadcrumbs mm-hmm. layered. And baked in the oven, which is essentially like a, a, a cheap and easy way 
a lazy way to make um, stuffed artichokes. Mm-hmm. And you can eat, you know, and and you can eat the whole thing instead of you know throwing the leaves away. But it was really great. I think maybe there was garlic in it too. I'm sure there must have been garlic in it. So it was garlic is everywhere. <clears throat> so it was my kids even liked it. In fact, they loved it. So it was it was artichoke, a lot of parmesan, breadcrumbs, garlic, olive oil drizzled on it. And then baked in the oven. And we used to do that a lot whenever we barbecued. That's oysters. Um, um, well, there's no oysters in it. It's just, yeah, I know. It's just it's, artichokes it, it's, and parmesan uh, and breadcrumbs. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let me try to make that this weekend. Was, what I was trying I mean, to say Thursday. there is that it's, it's Mosca, uh, breaded m- Mosca dishes, except... we got to go to Mosca's. We were talking about Mosca's. It's yeah. Mosca's, though, right? Mosca's. 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 Do you remember when we were in, in Capri... And we were mm-hmm. on that in that restaurant. Yeah, that was it, the on the most side of a mountain area I've ever and, seen. I think. And Drago Satanovich was with us. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, and somebody yells from across the room, all the way across the world. Somebody yells from across the room, Drago, <laughs> and it was Vinny Mosca. Do you remember that? Uh, that that certainly certainly sounds like who he is. Oh, speaking of which. Mm, uh-oh. We were just talking about Capri. Hello, boy, mm-hmm. Sarah. Hey, sweetheart. How are you, darling? Well, you know, we were just talking about Gemma. Oh, wonderful. Oh, Gemma. Did you hear that? Great. No, Gemma. I didn't hear. I'm sorry. It was, I, almost was, like, it? it was almost like talking about Gemma conjured you up. Oh, wonderful. I was cooking some osobuco just now in the kitchen, so mm. I had to take oh, a, just finish it off the stove, so... Beautiful Andrea, how's your duck also. with the plum sauce? Is it incredible? Yeah, that's we, we have that too. That's a mamma mia. Oh, that is uh, a mamma mia. Yeah. <laughs> I got some more. Come over, get some more. <laughs> I might. Yeah. I'm telling you what, that duck that I had there two weeks ago was killer. Oh, wonderful. We'd love to have you, please. Um, talking about uh, great, great country and uh, wonderful Mosca. Mosca was here last night. Um, they oh, were yeah? here no for kidding. dinner. Yeah. Wait, we're very good friends, that? and we go back many years with a family. And their brother, new, new, wonderful, my, my one of my favorite prince. He's a beautiful prince. So they were here last night eating with us, and uh, the prince says, "Mamma mia!" The tiramisu. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wonder where he got that from. from. <laughs> Wait, Vinny, Vinny really... Mosca was in the restaurant last night eating? No, no, Mary Jo Mosca. Oh, okay. And the daughter, the beautiful okay. daughter, and. Yeah, oh. also uh, has a beautiful baby coming up. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, August, and uh, it's going to be, guess what? It's going to be another beautiful prince, I'm sure. Mm. Um, yeah, they're wonderful people. We've got many years with uh You know what, Andrea? You and Tia and Tom and I should go to Mosca's. Absolutely. I yeah, love that. This is one of my like favorite places. One of my Would favorite, favorite places. Would you take an evening place. off for that? Would you take an evening off? Me? Absolutely. Yeah. I oh, would drive. Dr- I drive. Okay, we're gonna do that. We're gonna go. The four of us. We're gonna go to Moscow. We take our limousine and we go over there. What? What about that? <laughs> I'll be the designated you know driver. What? We we all no, no, know. I have a driver. No, I have a driver to drive a limousine. We don't drive. We want to have a good time. We got to yeah. drink and you know, everything else. We got to think and some think and we got to drink and have a good, good food and we're gonna with our friends and uh, we're okay, gonna. We're be doing it. We're doing it. In in Moscow's. Which, for those who don't know, this is a restaurant in uh, on the other side of uh, Mississippi River. Wonderful and restaurant, great restaurant. One, yeah, for going back many, many, many years, and uh, <clears throat> uh, 
long after that, and everybody has been to Moscas at one time or another, but uh, we were doing an Eat Club event on uh, in the same you place. Did it, you did an Eat Club at Moscas? No, no, we did it uh, at, at uh, Moscas. And the, the crazy thing about that was here we were out in the middle of the ocean in the Mediterranean Sea touring with a bunch of other people, uh, uh, in this case, we were on the island of Capri, and you don't get more beautiful than that. That's it's right. just great. And there we are, and here we are. There were, I think, about 25 or 30 or 40 people who were traveling with us, with us. This was an Eat Club event back when we did that. And we got in there, and everybody decided to go be, on the uh, advice of a lot of people, said, "What you got to go to this, uh, this uh, uh, Gemma restaurant. Yeah. So we went to Gemma. And what happened not soon after was uh, a guy with a tuxedo came out of the kitchen and said, Vinny! It was Vinny Mosca. <laughs> how, how it was that he was with us that night, it had not been arranged or anything, not that yeah. we would mind him being there at all. Right, uh, right. It was yeah. And said, so, how in the world did you get to be here just as we're passing through? And yeah. he said, yeah, <laughs> that was All right, the... Andrea, what you got? We have a, we started yesterday. Today is the second day of the special summertime special. We have three small plate and a glass of wine for thirty three dollars, and uh, that goes until the fifteenth of September. And you can choose from so many different wonderful seafood salad, Portofino. That's a great uh, summertime dish. We can have a great appetizer. Second course, whatever you like. Then you have a beef carpaccio. That's another great appetizer. But you can choose from, I would say, 15 different items on the small plate. We have a risotto jazz, which one of my favorite. I love risotto jazz with prime meat and shrimps. I'm sorry? That's a good dish. I remember when you first ran it out yeah. when you had a restaurant in Decatur Street. Right. And, you, right. and it was on the menu over there. And I thought, this is terrific. He's going to become famous for this. Yeah, it's true. I'm one of my favorites. I love that. And then, of course, we have a Portobello mushroom, Capa di Monte. Capa di Monte is a wonderful town near Naples. And uh, there's a beautiful Portobello mushroom, fresh, lightly grilled. We take fresh um, uh, goat cheese, pine nut, roast pine nuts, and a little touch of the Sassetta la Minuta. It's absolutely over arugula. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. That's a really good Yeah, one. it had to and come. And then we have everybody's favorite, favorite appetizer, Andre. That's a must. It's Louisiana eggplant crab cake, Andrea. That's one of my creativity. Everybody loves it, and I recommend very highly. And much more. As you know, you have lots more uh, to go for. I don't want to uh, you know, take too much of uh, the time, but it's really a wonderful. I do this every year. Take all and, the time uh, you want, Andrea. It's a very yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, you're open seven days a week, lunch and dinner. That's correct. It's uh, not just sun and sun and uh, and. Beautiful and uh, all. daily. He's open but daily. Open every yeah. single day, <clears throat> yeah. and then on the weekends you have uh, Sunday brunch, and it's a big, big deal. And Andrea is right across. Give him the number. Uh, Andrea, we have eight three four eight five eight three. My home is your home. Yeah. We have live music. We open a Fourth of July town at three. You are. Fourth of July, we open from three o'clock on. So come and join us. Maybe that's, ah, when, maybe that's ah. when we'll come and have that duck. You, you still Absolutely. doing the duck with the plum sauce? Are the plums we, still around? We love that. We love, you love to have. I love to cook for you, okay. Marion. Absolutely. Yeah. Ciao, right. Bella. Ciao, Tom. Bye, Andrea. Thank you. Ciao, oh, gracias. My home is your home. Ciao. There we go. Muscas, here we come.
Oh, the stories. Six three six eight is the number. Stories about what? The stories about the restaurant business. There's just a million of them, and they're most of them fascinating. Yes, that or, is true. Or at least better than no, a they complete no, bore. They, no, they're absolutely yeah, fascinating. Just making sure. And, and like you say, uh, there's a was it 500 people who live in the city, and they all know each other. That's and it. That's there's true only of the restaurant business too. But that was a weird thing. I mean, that was just like I, I think that. I think that happens more than people realize that. What? Realize. What? When you're someplace far away from home. Yeah. And you're so far away from home, you don't expect to run into anyone that right. you know. It's bizarre when you do. My but it favorite, always happens. It, it's, it's really strange. I remember once in San Francisco when I was right out of high school, I ran into... <clears throat> A girl that I went to high school with who was there with my doctor who was married to someone else. That was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Don't <laughs> tell us. You don't want to do those don't, kind of things. So don't then there tell was us because time, we'll tell everybody was else. Time, you know how it goes. There was another time that um, I was literally in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Now that's something. With about Mary, five people, one of that. which was my brother. Yeah. And um, he, we were camping at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And Just for one night? Emerged, or this, uh, yes. He emerged from a tent, and someone yelled his name. I mean, we're talking about the bottom, like an Indian reservation, nine miles down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And not not the not the South Rim. This is just someplace else. And someone yelled his name. That is the weirdest thing ever. And so the third one was this Gemma thing with Vinnie Mosca. And it's just it's just I, strange. Day, I, mean, I you can't just believe that that happened, but it did. You just don't expect it, but there no. it is. You know, it's uh, it's a, it is a small world. And when you can travel by plane as easily as you do, then these things happen. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are talking about, oh my goodness, all kinds of wild and crazy things. And if you would like to join us, we would certainly love to have you. Boy, that's an understatement. I'd really like mm-hmm. you to, to join us. Like, really. All that is true. Two six zero six three six eight. And we'll give you some more <laughs> of these stories in a moment after we pause for a moment or two of uh, our we sponsors. Have to take a little break. Okay. Yeah, why not? It's a little. Uh, yeah, little let's something. Do that. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with more of the food show here on 105.3 FM. Oh, hi, hi, hi! It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Sometimes I get a little ahead of myself, and sometimes behind myself. But we we like it both ways. Uh, the, we'd love to hear from you. Our telephone number is 2606368. And if you call us at that number, you and I will have a moment or two to talk about whatever is on your mind of a culinary nature or something uh, in, that you completely made up because we are kind of loose here. And we make up a lot of stuff uh, ourselves. <laughs> we make a tremendous amount of stuff on our own, and uh, it's... We, we put it away in the refrigerators and let them and to get cold. It. We pickle it. And, and with pickles. Yeah, yeah. we pickle and, it. Yeah. And garlic and sardines, too, to make that sure that everything is right. So I never did finish talking about the blue crab and how I'm now disappointed yeah. in the blue crab. The blue crab. What do you so mean, the, the blue, animal the itself blue, or the, blue or the crab, restaurant? The blue crab had great 
fries. I mean, okay, not great fries, but they were good fresh cut fries. And the last time I was there, prior to this time, I actually sent them back Mm -hmm. because they were cold and limp and greasy. Oh, you got to hate that when you're talking about fries. So, so it was an unusual event for mm-hmm. that to be the case. Mm-hmm. And so I, um, I didn't expect to see that again, but I saw it again today, and mm. I was really surprised by that. And we should have sent those fries back. We really should have, but we mm. were kind of in a hurry. But they were not good. They were they were greasy and sort of translucent, and not what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Well, it used I found to be. that to be true of your oysters too. Yeah, I mm. found that they were not particularly crisp or or <clears throat> you know just kind of limp. Yeah, well, I hate when that happens too. Yeah, I mean the um, it was it was it was disappointing. I will say this though, I discovered today at the Blue Crab that their Italian salad is actually really good. Yeah, because you ordered that. As a side, because you had already ordered the fries, you got to stop doing that, Tom, just ordering mm-hmm. fries, because I wind up eating way more of them than I should. Oh. <clears throat> well, I, and you, you, I you, ate just about all, <clears throat> all of them to keep you out of that. You order them, and then you kind of slowly eat them, and then I wind up eating most of them. But um, in the case of today, they weren't good enough to eat. I mean, sometimes they're good enough to eat. These were not good enough to eat, but there they were, so I was eating them. But then you ordered this, the salad as part of your entree instead of getting fries since you had already done that mm-hmm. you got the Some oyster poor boy you you got the oyster poor boy with um, an italian salad mm-hmm. and the italian salad came separately so we added a course but it was actually a really good italian salad and i was impressed i was mm. not expecting that so um yeah, because they had little uh, Parmesan. Oh no, not that. Well, actually. I mean, it had the they anti. Had the parm- it had the antipasti in antipasti, it, and it had a, a nice kind of thick, creamy dressing, mm-hmm. which, which I I just was surprised by. So I was. It was like, you know, there were some negative surprises, but that was also a positive surprise. But um, I got the burger there just to see what it was like, and it didn't look as good in front of me as it has in the past going past me on the way to another table. So mm. um, it was kind of a disappointing visit to Blue Crab, which is my second one in a row. And I have to say, I don't know what's going on over there, but please fix it because that's one of my favorite places mm-hmm. to go. And it's it's so nice out on the water, and I don't want to give up on it. So Oh, it'll come back. Anyway, so Blue Crab is uh, going through a little thing right now, I think. That's the... Anybody else discover that at Blue Crab? Because I have had really, as a general rule there, I have had really great fried, greaseless, crispy, kind Mm -hmm. of perfect fried seafood there. Yeah, very much so, and you don't expect to find that. That. No, I, I do expect to find that at a oh, place called Blue Crab, and uh, and I'm surprised to find that the opposite has been true lately. Uh, for those who might not have uh, figured this out, this is uh, a, a variation on, gosh, what would we call it? Blue. They call it an Italian food, but it was more like a, 
uh, a, a it was an Italian salad. salad. It was yeah, an Italian a, salad. A, yeah, yeah, it was a Caesar an anti- salad. It was an anti. Well, you know, and I, I think that there's a lot of similarity between yeah. Caesar and anti in a, in a uh, an Italian salad, but the difference is that one mm-hmm. has antipasti and the other antipasti, and they had these uh, nice little salamis and uh, other things like that. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. I yeah, liked it. It, it was, was like the good. only good thing on the table. The the char grilled oysters. Well, you, to be fair, I think that the char grilled. I mean, I think that oysters in general are kind of suffering from the opening of the spillway. Isn't that yeah. what they said? Well, that's what's going around. But I haven't really seen any problem with the crab meat yet. But uh, there are other people watching it more closely. Well, the, than I, I, I was going to order. Uh, I was going to order crab claws, which I like to get just to kind of see who's got the best one. Currently, my reigning favorite is also the same place that I would give the crown to for the best muffalata Bosco's on the North Shore mm. so um, as a matter of fact all the really good ones I've had except for impostados are on the North Shore but uh, I do get crab claws as often as I can anyway I wanted to try the crab claws and then she told me they were like $28 or something yeah they were really expensive because the today. crabs are suffering and soft from shells so even uh, even worse so, oh, so I shouldn't crabs. say that about Porter and Luke having soft shells because maybe they oh. don't today maybe they well, don't well maybe not but they because are pretty they popular had been, they yeah. had been for the last week so I you know sure it, good, I mean things change like at the drop of a hat especially if you're doing something like that with the lake and the and the See. river <clears throat> no but I mean it's like that's that's apparently had a tremendous impact mm. on on the seafood, I've, like we've lost a bunch of oyster beds, right? Mm-hmm. But, but you know, I, I haven't seen small. I haven't seen any problems with that. All the oysters I keep getting every time I get them, they're these enormous, really Except nice. Except today they were teeny tiny. Really, those oh, were okay. little little bitty oysters. They were little bit. They were tiny little oysters oh. on your sandwich. And yeah, those are the ones that tiny were, oysters on the grilled. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. grilled char grilled oysters. Those yeah. were very small too. So yeah, yeah. so it was obviously. They were saying that it was going to be a problem, and I wasn't sure because a lot of times they say it's a problem, and then you just don't see it in reality, like, you know, the BP spill and all that stuff. Reality. It just gives me a... Yeah, it always has. You you, you, you want to stop. Stop. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you're starting to see it now. It's it's, um, the the oyster situation with the, the seafood situation, I should say. Yeah, it's well, it's coming along. I, I didn't, I haven't gone without it. Well, I know, but I mean, it's like you you see these gigantic oysters, and you're used to getting gigantic oysters, and then you order them, and you have them be maybe a fourth of the size that they normally are. And I I don't really know what to expect when I order them because I don't really know that much about oysters, but um, it's. It's kind of surprising to see it. So that's obviously the case. It's definitely having an effect. Anybody out there got some uh, ideas about local seafood uh, that you've had that's uh, coming out looking real good and tasting even better or even uh, different species and different uh, kinds of fish or seafood that we don't uh, see too much, but here they are I bet and you why not? Maybe we're going to start seeing more of that kind of stuff because maybe. the seafood is definitely uh, maybe going to be uh, affected a little bit by all of this. 2606368 is the number. That's 260menu. We are mm-hmm. just, um, you know, kind of all over the place talking about anything we can think of to talk about, and I would we'd love to talk to you about whatever it is that you might want to talk about. I believe that we uh, have a word or two to bring to everyone's attention, attention about Porter and Luke. About Porter and Luke, exactly. How Porter did I and... know you were going to say that? 
Well, you know, everybody's got their little secrets, and they pass them along, and you grab them. Sometimes it's not even given by by mouth. You you hear it whispering from out in the middle of the causeway or something. What am I talking about? <laughs> it's, like, it's like the northern lights, only food. The northern lights, only food. Go ahead, finish the Porter and Luke. So anyway, you go to Porter, uh, or Porter and Luke, and the first thing that grabs me is their turtle soup. If you don't like turtle soup, get it anyway. I'm telling you, this is a standard setter. It's as good as one, any I know around town, uh, maybe slightly shy of what a few of them do, but not, not very much. Anyway, I'm always looking there first. But then uh, it, you move into a, a, a complete variety of different things that you can have uh, at uh, a Porter and Luke. Because in a lot of ways, in fact, most ways, it's not especially Italian. It's not particularly New Orleans, uh, but then in some ways it is. They have the, the artichokes we were talking about a little while ago, all the great pasta dishes. They have a terrific version of fried chicken. Just take my word at that. I know fried chicken is you go to the place you love, but you never go anywhere else. This one is one you ought to give it a try. New Orleans... Uh, one of the best uh, seafood restaurants Porter around. Luke. Porter, Porter Luke. and Luke. Uh, it's right off of uh, Metairie Road, uh, 1517 Metairie Road. Uh, lots and lots of parking, lots and lots of food to be had, and uh, that's it. It's pork, Porter, Porter and, and Luke. Luke. Porter and Luke. Luke, as they say in the in, the, in Where do they say that? In, oh. uh, in French, France. Mm, I see. Mm. That's, you know, anything is... <laughs> Luke was on the burger list. A, may I have a sip of your... <laughs> mm -hmm. Luke was on the list of burgers that mm. my friend submitted oh, yeah? to me. Who? Yes. Well, nomenu.com, nomenu.com today, there uh -huh. is a list of burgers <clears throat> that we have compiled with the yeah. help of a friend of mine. You did that today? We did that today. Yeah. Because you were talking about what makes the best burger, and mm -hmm. that was part of the part yeah. of it. Um, but he compiled a list of burgers because he's he's even more obsessive about his burgers than I am, mm. if you can believe that. And he's gone, and he's much more adventuresome than I am. So he'll go to a joint and have a burger. Yeah, what is an adventuresome burger anyway? How, how do you define? Well, no, that? no, it's like it's more of a place kind of thing because he kind of likes the joints. And I don't like joints. I like no. nice, classy places, so I'm not really into joints. But he kind of is. So together, we can compile a list that's pretty diverse of burgers around town. Mm. So, Which um, leaves a lot of other mm -hmm. things to be eaten. Thank yes. goodness. Yes, but we, we were talking about the burger, and, mm -hmm. um, and it's the, there's a list of them on nomenu.com, and <clears throat> one of them... Now I've been talking, and I can't even remember what it, what Boy, it was. I, I was. Do I know what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, maybe about it's him. contagious. I'm terrified at the well, prospect of that. You know, here's our out. <clears throat> we can uh, get a little bit uh, a little bit of this, and then we'll be back with more of the Food Show on 105.3 FM. Stay tuned. Oh, hi. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and I've been here for 30 years stinking years yeah it's it's oh no no they haven't stunk except for well just the last few except for say. except for that kind of cheese we have over there 
Anyway, we are here to talk about the eating, restaurants, cooking, your favorite place to eat, your favorite uh, uh, kind of beverage, which might be just iced tea, or anything else on your mind. We uh, take it all. We just, we're ready to answer any question that might uh, cross your mind. And uh, we invite you uh, very assiduously to do that, and just so we can learn what you know, because it's probably something I don't know yet, because I've been working, but I sure don't have it yet. Yeah. Anyway, our number is 260-6368. You know, people might be traveling for the holidays, and if you are, I'd like to know where you're going and where you might be eating if you're going to do that. Anybody been to 113 in Hammond? 113 mm-hmm. in Hammond? Yes. Hmm. That's, where is that? That's a restaurant that I would like to know about if you have been there. It is on my list of places to go. I like to kind of just jump in the car and go to different mm-hmm. places. That is fun, isn't like it? Like driving, well... It depends. Look, it's not going to be fun now because my air conditioner's out. Mm. But and and you're going to be in the car, so no, yeah. that's not going to be fun. And but it know, would it's, be. It's harder to do after you're seventy. It would be. I, I'm fine. <laughs> I thought you were ninety-five, Tom. <laughs> I keep thinking of you as ninety-five. Are you only seventy-two? Ain't that a shame? Yeah, two six zero six three six eight. Anyway, one thirteen is the. Um, is the brainchild of the guy that whose restaurant we patronize a frightening amount. We do? Yeah, Saul Rubio. Oh, Saul. He, yeah. I, I saw that his place, he's got a new place at us. Yeah, go. so it's... Uh, we love his place, La Coretta, and uh-huh. uh, we used to we used to go to the one by the causeway that his sister runs. But mm-hmm. then we decided yeah. to start going. Actually, Tom. Got us to say that that Tom? the food that the food in Covington is better, <laughs> barely, <laughs> really barely, and so we started going to Covington, mm-hmm. and now we wouldn't go anyplace else. I mean, the the patio at the one in Mandeville is definitely better than the one in Covington, which is kind of right by the highway. But you know what? We're over it. We're 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 digging it. Doesn't matter. But um, he's got a whole bunch of these um, Mexican, and I call them fake Mexican because they're mm-hmm. really American Mexican yeah. restaurants, called La Coretta. And we have spent, I, truly, my daughter and I, countless hours sitting at one or other of the La Coretta's. Oh, we <clears> love <throat> that place. It's, it's Anyway. It's uh, Tex-Mex kind of a food, but <clears throat> they... Go way beyond that. I think they they have a really nice style and prices are affordable and ever. It's a well. He's a, a good, good restaurateur. He's a really good yeah. restaurateur. So anyway, yes. he has been um, he's been branching out from from the Mexican world, even though he is from Mexico City, and he uh, is a really shrewd, sharp businessman. And so he was in partnership with one or a couple of the Wongs from mm-hmm. where they Trey had their, Yen. well, from Trayen, but they closed the one in Hammond. And so I guess they, you know, got to talking or something and they've been in business together with a couple of other things. And I think one of them, I'm not sure if that one's still around, but I went to a wedding and it was a venue right across from the train station in Hammond. And now they've got a new one. And it's called uh, 113. Hmm. 
And I think he's got the place next door to it also called, oh boy, it's, hmm. I don't know, it's it's Brasa something. But oh, anyway. is this that place on Metairie Road? No. No, no I, it's I, not. I, that doesn't it's move not, me at all. But, um, but you know what? I wanted to try their burger there. They have a burger on Fridays, but my, my burger fiend friend said it's not as good as you think it's going to be. But anyway, All 113, 113 is the hip hot new place in Hammond. And uh, it's happening new place in yeah, Hippity Hoppity Wappity. It's, it's about, I don't know, I guess if, if you're going on 51, how you can only go one way. Mm-hmm. North and then one yeah. way south. It's on the one way south section in the block by the train station. <clears throat> hmm. And I'm dying to go there because I did go pop my head in and it definitely looks really cool. It's it's American it's, a, house. it's, it's a, a little American house, food. I don't Where know if it's I? a house. It's no. a it's a definitely an interesting reinterpretation of whatever that building was. I don't think it was a house. But uh, if you live in Hammond or are in Hammond a lot and you have been to 113, I would very much like a restaurant report about 113 in Hammond. That's absolutely on my list. Also, Bordeaux. Mm-hmm. Anybody been to Dominique McKay's new place? I haven't. It's on my list because on he's... On magazine. Well, we've almost gone like 16 times already, but we didn't. Yeah. He's a French guy all the way. And, uh, and he's I, had a lot of restaurants. He's had a lot of restaurants, and I've lost track of him. I have no idea Well, where. he kind of comes and goes. So yeah, he's been gone for a like. while, and yeah. the last outpost of Dominique's was what is On now Magazine Shia. Street, yeah. What is now Shia. So now he's moved down Magazine a little bit and is across from Appaline with Bordeaux. I love that place. With you ever go Bordeaux. There? Yes, I've been there. That's a good one. It's a good looking place. Yeah. I like what they did with it. I'm not usually Me into too. I'm not usually into houses that have been redone into restaurants, but especially well. little cottages. But um but I like what they did with that one. Anyway, Bordeaux and and one thirteen. Mm-hmm. I would definitely like to know. Also, I would be interested in knowing if anyone had a better experience at Costera than we did. We've Didn't been move once. Me. Did not move me. Uh, but it's. I, I think you have to go a couple of times and kind of get its. Haven't had the idea. paella. Paella, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you, you know, before I before I say I don't like Costera, I feel like I should have the the paella. Pastera, this is an interesting restaurant. It's uh, on the corner of what used to be the Thai. It used to be La Thai. La Thai. La Thai. And before that, it had 13 previous restaurants. Is in that a, right? Really? That, yeah, I know. I've, I've been taking track of, keeping track of them for all 13? these years. 13? That of might them, even be a record. Uh, most of them were indeed very good restaurateurs. Yeah, it lasted for a while. And uh, anyway, what happened over in this case... Uh, is was Vera Cruz one of them? Was n- I don't think so. What was the name of that place that had the Vera, wagon wheels? Vera Cruz. Oh no, that no, was. No, what was the name of the place? Yeah, that what wasn't was that? the name of it, but I know who you're talking about. What was the Mexican place that was in that location? Anybody remember? Mm. It was good, I thought. There was one that uh, was in the style of um, an American cowboy. Well, no, that, uh, that was the was Mexi- that was the Mexican place. Yeah. Oh, now that's going to drive <clears> me <throat> crazy. That is going to drive me totally crazy. Does anybody remember the mm. name of the Mexican place that was in the Latai location, which is now yeah. Costera, yeah. and apparently Good was question. ten other things at some point or another? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to focus really hard. Anybody know? Call us up. Drag and it up. Straighten we us only up. have ten more minutes, so so uh, get on that phone quickly. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Doug, do we have any more Porter and Luke's to do? We do. Let me just go ahead and do a Porter and Luke while we wait for somebody to rescue us. I I, I want to say it. Wait, wait. It, it's one word and it begins with V. As in Va- victory. Vaqueros. Thank you. Vaqueros. Vaqueros. That, mean, that, that literally it. means cowboy. Vaqueros. That's what it was. You want to hear a little cowboy music? No. Oh, come on. Sure. All day I faced the barren race without <laughs> the taste of water. Cool water. Water, water. Tom, I'm about to let you sing it out the whole rest of the show. Really? After I talk about Porter and Luke, Porter and Luke is a great little neighborhood place in Metairie on Metairie Road, 1517 Metairie Road. It is in that shopping center by Walgreens Ah. and by Oakland Hart. And you will go in there. It's a pretty big place, actually. It's the old Zeke's, if you were familiar with that. They have a nice private room there. They actually have two private rooms. One is a little bit bigger than the others. And often, I don't really talk about the the private rooms too much, but they're always booked. Mm -hmm. And the last time we were in there, the... There was someone at the door greeting us, wondering if we were going to the party, but we were, you know, going to have our usual at one of the booths. But it's a very nice-looking place. It's, you know, it's not brilliant. It's not glamorous. It's a nice neighborhood place. Mm-hmm. Porter and Luke has great fried chicken. Yeah, it's the kind sandwiches. of place where if you are with your kids on your way home and you had some other details to take care of, and you saw this and you popped in there and you would find Really, just the kind of food that not just kids, but uh, younger people and older, older people. people would like. I mean, yeah, yeah good, it's, good assortment. It's it's a pretty wide demographic in there, I would say. Very mostly, good. It's mostly, it's it's exactly the epitome of a neighborhood restaurant. It's mostly people mm-hmm. from the neighborhood in there, and, yep. and I would say except us, but we're kind of in the neighborhood too now. So. Mm. That's the place that we like to go. Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road. Go have a look and see what they have. It's a big, big, big menu, and it's good comfort food. Uh, most of the menu is a reference to uh, Spanish food, which I, I want to uh, you to know is uh, that Spanish food. Are we back at Vaqueros? No, no, no. Vaqueros really was a cowboy. Uh, Mexican uh, cowboy. Mexican. Yeah, but... Uh, you find restaurants that have real Spanish food as opposed to Mexican food. Oh, we're back food, at Costera. Which are okay. two totally different things. Okay. And, uh, and we don't have very much uh, Spanish food around here, even though we've always had a lot of Spanish people, including most of the people who came in from Europe to take over. Which um, was nothing to... Uh, yeah. So we're there's Lola... Lola. And there was, was there yesterday. No, At not Lola. that Lola. There's the Lola on the oh. South Shore on uh, Esplanade, that little tiny place that's that's Spanish. Um, Lola, the Spanish restaurant. What else is Spanish in town? Not very many. Yeah, places. there's not. There's not a lot. There never have been. Uh, Why is that? I don't know because again, I tell you the uh, the the culture of Spain and the culture of the United States and certainly around New Orleans. Uh, they have a lot in, in common. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do. Well, yeah, and, for sure. And uh, this is something that goes back. You know, I- even walking around the French Quarter, you see these plaques on the sides yeah. of the building that say, mm-hmm. "This uh, this street is known to Tuesday." Are you? 
And, uh, in fact, Susan Spicer's whole restaurant, is that's where it comes from. Wait, where was that? Uh, it's on Dauphine Street uh, right oh, off. Oh, Bayona? Bayona, yeah. Bayona, uh-huh. it means Wednesday or, th- or is it Thursday? I, f- I forgot. The restaurant name means? The name of the restaurant. is That's where she got the name of the really? restaurant. Really? Yeah. Oh, from the plaque? From the plaque up on the wall, yeah. Oh. Susan Spicer. And that's, Sp- and that's like a Spanish thing? It's a Spanish thing, yeah, totally. Interesting. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, talk to her sometimes. Yeah. She's, she's okay, so, always got interesting. So there's Lola and there's Lola? and there's Costera now. So I guess you know, considering that there's gobs of new French restaurants out there. Yeah, there are too. But You're it's right. a wonder that there's not but the one new Spanish one, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Although is Spanish Latin American? Like okay, uh, two let's talk things. about Mexican. Yeah. Latin American and Spanish. Right. So what's the difference? Well, Latin, as in Latin American. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That is uh, something to help people figure out what it is that they're talking about. This is after more than. There's like a blend. It kind of, it's like a, um, what is the ombre? It's like a ombre cuisine. No, no, no. No, there's a thing called ombre where it's the, the colors sort of blend into each other. And so this would be sort of a, a, a Spanish culinary example of that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you have Mexican. There used to be a place. Latin, and then yeah. you have Spanish. Yeah. And those are really different, they were, though, uh, aren't scattered, they, are they? Scattered all around New Orleans, you'll find that that is the way things go. They, uh, we never. Is there like a common denominator to these yeah, things? Very is it rice so. and beans? What is it? It's uh, hard to tell because by the time it really got rolling, uh, the city had been pretty much wiped out. It's probably rice. Could be. Because there's paella. Paella is always there. Okay. And mm. then there's there's black beans and rice. And then if you're in, in a Mexican restaurant, there's the nasty reddish kind of rice. That's everywhere in a Mexican restaurant alongside those. Yeah, and, you know, if you ever go to Spain, or uh, which, which we have been, we've been to Barcelona mm-hmm. and uh, also to Ver, um, um, Valencia. Valencia. Mm-hmm. And the, the two are very similar to one another, but they're not a whole lot like New Orleans food at all, but they really should be because it, it really tastes a lot the same to me. You know, I was talking to Margarita Bergen at that yeah. uh, Henry's, oh, she's kicks. She's Henry's always... Gin Bar, and she was saying that she uh, lived in Ibiza for a couple of years. Oh, I, I, I believe anything you'd ever hear, <laughs> hear from her. She's a really unique. Well, that would indiv- be kind of cool, I think, to go <laughs> yeah, yeah. to spend some time there. But I would love to go back to the Mediterranean Spanish coast mm-hmm. and, and, well, actually Spain in general, which is a very hot destination, right, that Portugal and Spain, very hot destinations. Yes, they Unfortunately, I won't be going for a while. Oh, well. 2606368. So, Tom, you didn't tell me. What is the difference between Mexican, Latin American, and Spanish? Okay, and Latin- is, there a, is there a common denominator? Uh, yeah, there are. Uh, but they're, the more important point is that they are they there are differences, too. And you, you can't just walk in and assume that the, a Mexican place is going to do paella. Or that the uh, well, I wouldn't expect the Mexican no. place. Well, to most do paella. people would. No, but uh, but are... I would expect a Mexican place to have rice mm. and beans, and yeah. I would expect a Latin American place to have rice and beans, and I would expect uh-huh. 
a Spanish place to at least have rice. I don't know about the beans. Yeah, and the, but there are certain things that you find in Mexican cuisine, like for example, all those dishes that they do with chocolate, which was unknown to the world when the the Spanish people, uh, Mexican people rather, they discovered it, uh, and yeah. And that uh, kept on going for a long time. Everybody loved it. Well, but, but you have to think about it. The the chocolate plant or the cocoa plant is grown That's down where there. where it comes from, right I mean, there. So the Spanish wouldn't where have Mexico had it. Is now. The Spanish yeah. wouldn't have had it. It would have to have been discovered yeah. there because that's where it came from. Yeah. I remember going to um, Dominica. Dominica. And you were, of course, snapping, and I was out having fun. And I got, no, not that. And I got into a bus, like an old beat-up bus. You became a bus? With a bunch of locals who were just, like, piling into this bus, and they went up a hill to a chocolate plantation. I'd love to see that. Yeah, and I got some actual cocoa beans that were just right off the tree. Mm-hmm. And then I um, smuggled them and, <gasps> and made my own chocolate. What? Yeah, that was bad. It's my own chocolate. So, uh, But anyway, that's, that's where it's grown, and it was fascinating to see of outer space. Well, I, I didn't notice I didn't notice that, but I did notice that the big, big pods were, and they would open Very them. Very unusual. They opened yeah. them, and then you had all of these smaller, these smaller pods, I guess, inside—the mm-hmm. seeds or the the cocoa beans, the cocoa beans. That's what they were. That's that's what I. But heard. anyway, that's where you would expect to see it because that's where it's grown. So I wouldn't expect to see that in in Spanish cuisine. But anyway, I w- I want to go back to Costera. And I want to have some paella there because mm-hmm. good we, good thing to look for. Remember when we were in. Um, I'm gonna, I'm, Excuse I'm me, gonna, Valencia. Gonna, uh, Valencia, I love Valencia. And, and we were having I named paella. One of my cats up for we him. had paella everywhere. Huh? I'm choking on something. Paella. We had the paella in that cute little. You could buy it on the street and just have like a little walk away or take away, as they say, paella. Do you remember that? Uh, I'm not exactly. You actually brought one of the little plastic skillets home to feed the cats. Oh, oh, I still have it. It was made out of wood. No, it no, was, it was plastic. I have one that well, I still have it then because it's made out of wood. The okay. one I have. <laughs> Maybe it's been outside too long and it's wood. I don't well, know. Well, you know, I, then again, I've been outside too anyway. long. So. <laughs> no, I can assure you, you have not been outside too long. You're not outside enough. Maybe that's your problem. You think so? Maybe that's your problem. Maybe anyway, Spanish restaurants. I want to try. There's a place in Covington now, that is in that Max on Boston location. Who? The old Max on Boston, when they moved from Max on Boston and they moved to that Holiday Inn or whatever that was oh, right oh, there oh, by I-12, okay, yeah. and then they closed that location, and now, I don't even, I would say I don't know if they're in the business, but I think they could actually be involved in this too, but they've just opened up another restaurant. They had a restaurant after Max on Boston that was kind of Latin American too, and then that closed the day. <laughs> it's, it's kind of sad. We kept saying we got to go over there and check this out. We got to go over there and check this out. And then the day that I actually was driving over to check it out, there was a sign on the door saying they'd finally given it up and they closed. But now it's open again, and it's a Latin place in the old Max on Boston on Boston Street in downtown Covington. We'll find it again and again and again, and we will do it here 
on the food show. And tomorrow. Tomorrow and the day after that. No, no, no. I don't think oh, we're no Doug, show tomorrow. Please tell me we don't have Fourth of July. We're not we're not on Fourth of July. No, we have to show tomorrow and on Friday. Anyway, it is WWL 105.3 HD2. Yeah. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. Yeah. Hope you have a and great everybody. meal tonight. That's true. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.